Hi everyone, Kimberly Falker here, the host of Balancing Point Podcast. Today is a very special show as I'm officially celebrating my 100th podcast. And so today I am coming to you solo without a guest to share with you my reflections on how these past 18 months and 100 shows have literally changed my life in so many incredible ways and to share with you a very special announcement at the end of the podcast. So at first, I was going to go back in time and share some of my most memorable interview moments, like the very first interview I did with Joffrey Ballet's Dylan Gutierrez and how I was at first so nervous and then to quickly realize what a truly great guy he is and ultimately have the opportunity to meet up with him in Chicago with a few other moms and dancers, my daughter and a few other girls included, to actually sit down with him over lunch as he and his girlfriend kind of talked through with the girls and gave advice on on the world of professional dance. And then I was thinking about the time that I interviewed Ash LaCour, principal dancer with New York City Ballet, and David Fernandez, who's a choreographer, and they both got together at Ash LaCour's apartment, spent the time to, after work, after the busy life, come and record with me and we spent over an hour talking it was a wonderful interview and it wasn't until after I went to edit it later that evening that I realized I had never pressed record and I was as you might guess completely mortified but then to have them be completely understanding and willing to come together once again and record it all over again a few short days later and then I was thinking about the time that I landed my first interview with principal dancer Megan Fairchild and it was just so surreal because her poster literally had been on my daughter's wall for years and she was somebody that I just never really thought that I would have access to and then to fast forward to today as she is one of uh, the hosts on the Ask Megan show and she is not only actively a part of my podcasting journey but she truly has become someone that I would call a friend so as I was going through the list, what, what I realized is that as I was re-listening to some of my podcasts or many of the podcasts, especially the section of the interviews where I asked my guests to give you advice or to give their advice to their 13-year-old self and to aspiring dancers today, that I realized that I really have a hard time other than ones I mentioned, I, I realized that there really isn't anybody that is a better guest than the other or any interview that really is a better interview than the other because each and every one of my guests have been just amazingly inspiring. And so as I prepped for today's show, I realized that the celebration of these 100 episodes should really be less about the specific interviews and less about the specific guests and more about how the entire journey has changed me and inspired me along the way. And so I think most of all, what I realized through all of this is that no one is born into this world excellent at ballet. In in fact, even if they have the genetics to be excellent at ballet, no one is born excellent. And in fact, no one is born excellent at anything. Each of my guests had to work very hard to become excellent at their craft, no matter whether it's ballet, photography, 
writing, all of it, they had to work very hard to become excellent. So what I discovered is that the true difference between mediocrity and excellence comes from doing the work. Day after day, week after week, year after year, even when the payoff doesn't necessarily seem obvious or attainable, and even when the setbacks get in the way. What they had to do is become excellent after doing the work. Each of my guests started out horrible when they were young, just like any of us when we're trying something new. And then after horrible becomes kind of just okay, and then better than average, and finally and ultimately excellent. It's kind of as my previous guest, Laura O'Brien, said when I asked her what her favorite quote was. She said her favorite quote was, you can't look good and get better at the same time. Which, in other words, means that you can't start off at something and become excellent without just going through the process and doing the work. So I also learned that when setbacks show up, which they always do, no matter what you're learning, no matter what you're trying, that when the setbacks showed up for my guests, that they continued to look at these setbacks as challenges rather than obstacles. And they continued to do the work even when it seemed as if maybe they should give up or, or it was just overwhelming. And when I think about this, I think about my guest, Catherine Morgan, who had to leave her role as a soloist with New York City Ballet in the height of her career due to a horrible thyroid disease. And this setback could have easily given her an excuse to give up on her dream. But instead, she's been working after that point, day after day, week after week, year after year, in fact, to get back on the stage. And when we spoke, and when I did my interview with her, she was still just doing the work with no promise of a payoff or any of that. And what's exciting for me as as the host and as now a friend of Catherine's is that I can actually proudly say that after all of that time, her work paid off and she's back on stage working as a professional ballerina again. And so to me, that's what excellent looks like. Excellence is getting up each day when you're tired, disappointed, or filled with self-doubt and doing the work. And excellence is remaining positive and focused and ed- and dedicated and disciplined, even when it, it doesn't seem possible. And I think that really and truly for me, excellence is doing the work so that you can live your life with purpose and passion. So the thing is that each of my guests have provided advice that I realize while I reflect on my 100 shows is that their advice applies to me and to each of us. If you want to be excellent at anything you do in life, there are no shortcuts. You have to do the work. Remain positive, focused, disciplined, even when it seems impossible. Because if you do that and you do the work, that's where the opportunity lies for excellence at whatever you're going after. So this is the message that speaks to me as I reflect on my journey in podcasting. And I started off knowing nothing about podcasting, knowing nothing about uh, producing or interviewing, publishing, editing. I've never done any sort of broadcasting, radio, any of that. Marketing, social media, all of it has been a complete learning process. And it's been 18 months of constant learning. And trust me that while it's been exciting and challenging in so many ways, it truly has come with a ton of 
mistakes and problems and huge setbacks. I've felt very often down and kind of stupid and that I was wasting my time. And I've had just tons of self-doubt along the way, every step of the way. And then right when I kind of start feeling like this isn't worth it or it's a waste of time or nobody cares, I hear from you. And I hear from you through email, Facebook messaging, Twitter, taking the time to tell me that you love my show, that you're getting something out of my show, that my podcast is meaningful, that the journey of my guests have touched you in some way, or that my guests have inspired your child to stay focused, to stay positive and keep working. And so the interesting thing is that this podcast started off as a quest to find answers for my daughter's journey into ballet. But instead, I found answers for my journey in life. So the bottom line is after 100 episodes, I want to thank you, thank each of you for being a part of this journey of 100 interviews, and to say let's celebrate 100 more as we go forward from here. So with that being said, let's get on to the big news. So in a few short weeks, I will be launching the Premier Dance Network, which is the first of its kind podcast network dedicated to the entire dance community, not just ballet. And the network will educate, inform, and inspire just like Balancing Point does, but it will provide a unique platform also for dancers, teachers, parents, And this will include the entire community of dance, all genres. So Bouncing Point Podcast and the Ask Megan Show have proven to be successful anchor shows for this network, but this will soon expand to other genres of dance through through podcasting, which will allow all genres and the entire dance community to have a voice of their own. So to give you a bit, bit of a background, as I mentioned, Bouncing Point has, and as you know, has been primarily focused on ballet. And this was the reason that my journey into podcasting started in the first place. And then, as I mentioned, and as you know, I recently expanded my show to include the Ask Megan show. Now, the Ask Megan show has allowed me to serve an even larger part of the ballet audience, which really has been so wonderful. But because of that, it kind of got me thinking. And So recently, in August, I was asked to be one of the speakers at a large podcast conference in the U.S., and it was a huge honor and a super great experience. And in fact, um, Megan Fairchild helped me uh, warm up my crowd, which was a ton of fun. So if you happen to have a moment, check out um, on my show notes page for this podcast, and I'll link in the video that Megan did for me which was the start of my presentation. And just as you watch it, just picture in your mind a room filled with grown adults, most of them men, taking Megan Fairchild's personal ballet class. (laughs) It's really quite fun. So beyond the presentation, the conference actually opened my eyes to the possibility that podcasting might bring to me or bring more to the community than just ballet. It might actually help the entire community of dance, which really seems to be a little bit underserved in this platform. So 
as I learn more about how this might come to be from other podcasters who are doing great things in this platform, I began to, I began to get very excited and put together a plan to bring this all together. And it especially excited me because throughout the past few months, or past few months, I've actually heard, ironically, from quite a few dancers personally in other genres asking if I would expand my show to include other styles of dance. And I really was a little bit unsure how I could do this because my logo is very ballet and my entire show really has been focused primarily on ballet. So when I learned more about creating a network at this conference, I realized that I could do this and I could do this for the entire dance community instead of just to show on ballet. I can expand the community to an entire network, adding shows, hosts, and a whole lot of other great ideas that are coming up. So because of this, I am launching this network. And the reason that I'm launching it in the podcast medium, one, is because that's what I'm now familiar with after 18 months. But really, podcasting is a perfect platform for this idea for two reasons, really. One, unlike magazines, the content in podcasts is free. So this allows a greater audience to be able to benefit from the information that they receive. And then two, unlike radio, podcasting content is evergreen, which means that each and every one of the interviews on my shows will be in the airwaves forever. So this means that a new listener is able to go back and listen to all the previous episodes but also, years from now, if somebody comes upon it, it still is there. So this information, this education and inspiration will continue to touch lives for years and years to come, even if they go all the way back to the beginning of my show or any of the shows that I'll be producing. So it also allows, as I mentioned, you know, unlike magazines, the content to get out to a greater audience. So it actually, because the, even the most remote regions are on Wi-Fi and have access to iTunes and podcasts for free, I can reach the greatest, I guess, width or breadth of audiences. In fact, the Balancing Point podcast has listeners in 117 countries right now. And as far reaching as Mongolia, Yemen, the Congo. So this means that information about dance, all genres, will be able to be reached throughout the world for free. So the, the Premier Dance Network will open doors for listeners, for dancers, for aspiring dancers, for professionals in the world of dance. And I'm, I'm just so excited for all the ideas that are coming up. I've, I've got quite a few um, shows kind of in the works. But before the launch, as you might guess, it's, it's really a huge undertaking, and it's time-consuming, and it's costly. So the first phase of the launch will actually include the creation of a, of a professional video, which will include using an award-winning firm. And the video will, will be shot in Ultra HD, and the funds for this video will cover the cost of motion graphics, the green screen production, which is necessary to allow for the VEX work needed in the video. This is all new information that I'm learning along the way. And also the cost of post-production editing. 
And so this is where you, my listeners, come in. I've created an Indigo Indiegogo campaign to help raise some of the funds needed for the launch of this network. And so over the next three weeks, right now it's September 6th, over the next three weeks, I will be asking for your support by helping me to raise the money necessary for the cost of this launch. So what what you can do is find out more information about this is go to um, my personal campaign, which is at indiegogo.com. So the way that you spell that is Indie, I-N-D-I-E, go-go, so I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com. And then once you're there, you can search under Premier Dance Network. Or you can find out the information by going to my going to my website, which is balancingpoint.com, or my Facebook page at Balancing Point, or my Twitter page, Balancing Point. Or if you want to find out specific information or you want me to send you the link, just go to my um, email, which is Kimberly at balancingpoint.com. And I can send you the information that way. But either way, uh, check it out and check out some of the perks that I've included and the biggest of which you could actually be a co-host on my show. So check out the different ways in which you can contribute and some of the perks that you would receive at the various price points. And even if you are not able to uh, contribute a ton, that that's totally fine. Even a dollar is much, much appreciated because this launch and this new network is going to be so exciting. It's going to serve so many more people and educate more dancers throughout the world and provide kind of a unique opportunity for for all of us to really learn as much as we can about all of the arts but you know like I said anything helps and I truly appreciate it but either way I mostly just want to say thank you on this 100th show for being a part of my journey and being a part of my community without you I definitely couldn't have done any of this so until next time have a great day